Hey listeners, Chuck Tuck here. I'm just in the studio. It's just nasty outside right now. So, uh, a story came up in my head. Well, let me backtrack. It really didn't just come into my head while I was in the studio. I was actually driving and I was being careful, but my mind started to drift and this story just came into my head. And I thought, you know what? It's kind of cool. I might as well put it into words and do a podcast. I know it's not my typical style of a podcast, but I'm also looking at doing some other things. Other things meaning telling stories, whether it be stories that you send me or stories that I come up with or stories that I find that are interesting. But I hope you enjoy it. It was a beautiful spring morning. The kind of morning that makes you feel good all over. There was a gentle breeze blowing through the air, and it brought with it the smell of the forest and the fresh mountain air. Mom was doing what she always would be doing. Cleaning. Making everything just right. Dad, well, he was always lazy in the morning, but today he seemed to be a little bit more lively than usual. I watched him scratch his back and wiggle his butt, Then he laid back down again. He looked so funny. My little sister was sitting next to me watching mom. And then all of a sudden, she pushed me off the stump. Mom looked and just smiled and laughed. I really loved playing with my sister. I love my family. I could see that mom was foraging around for food and dad was getting a little bit anxious. So he signaled us to follow him. It looked like we were taking the path down to the river. I like going to the lake with Dad to catch fish. It always felt like a special day when I got to do that with him. And today was extra special because we were going as a family. Dad is really big and can carry both me and my sister, so we jumped on his back and away we went. I was so excited. The closer we got to the lake, the louder the river was. Once we got there... I could see that others were already there catching fish. Dad told me about the people in the boat, but said don't mind them, they're always there. I think they were catching fish too, like we were. Mom cleared out an area for me and my sister to play, while Dad went to catch some fish. He wasn't having much luck, but my sister and I were having so much fun that it didn't matter to us. I saw Mom look up from where she was picking some berries and had this worried look on her face. I then smelled something funny in the air. It was kind of familiar, but I'd never smelled it that strong before. I looked out to see that Dad was still trying to catch some fish, but now he was kind of far from us. Then the people in the boat, I saw them pointing at Dad, or at least I thought they were. Just then, Dad turned and stood looking at us, Then all of a sudden, he started running. I'd never seen him run so fast before. Mom was signaling for me and my sister to be quiet. Shh. She had this terrified look on her face. Then I heard her scream. And that smell was really bad now. When I heard that sound again, Dad was now screaming and running full speed towards us. Mom looked to the bushes for us to hide. 
My little sister and I were so scared. I could tell that she wanted to cry. I turned to see mom fall to the ground. I was looking at her when I saw it. I can't see colors well, but I think it was orange. I wanted to make a loud sound, but I could see in my mom's eyes that that would be the wrong thing to do. She looked so sad now. Her eyes were slowly closing. Dad was so close. Please hurry. Please hurry. I thought to myself. Then I heard a different sound and Dad stopped. I've never heard him scream so loud. I heard that sound. I could see that everyone fishing scattered as Dad fell just a few feet from Mom. He tried to get up and move closer to Mom, but the animals on two legs stood in front of me, and I heard that sound one more time. (coughs) Dad wasn't moving anymore. That's when I heard a funny sound. Those will make a couple of nice rugs and a head to mount. What about them? We'll get that one next season, but let's take the little one. My name is Grizzly. I had a family, but I am alone now. Did you know a female grizzly can weigh as much as 400 pounds? And a male grizzly bear can weigh as much as 800 pounds and stand 8 feet tall when he's on his hind legs. Now that is a giant teddy bear. I've read a couple of different bits of information about grizzlies. Uh, In one find, I read that they referred to them as a subspecies of the brown bear that live in northwestern part of the United States and western Canada. Yet, in another reading, I read that they are commonly known as the North American brown bear. So, I'm not sure which is correct, but as far as the conservation of these bears go, the brown bear is not endangered or of any concern to the IUCN, which is the International Union for Conservation of Nature. But the grizzly bear is listed as a threatened species in the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. But... The unfortunate thing is, in Canada, they are still hunted for sport and trophy. Savages. Not the bears, the people hunting them. These bears may look like giant-eating carnivores, but they're actually omnivores. That means that they eat meat and plants like berries, grain, and insects. But their diet mostly consists of plant-based foods. In fact, about 70% of their diet is something other than meat. But when they hunt for meat, they can take down an elk or a moose by biting their back of their neck uh, or underneath the neck and even the back. So the other thing is they can even take down a prey with a strike of their paw. And most of us have seen pictures or movies and those paws on the bears look huge. So it's not a good way to go if you ask me. Grizzly bears adapt well to survive. They are smart and have a great memory. But with the encroachment of humans into their territories, it makes survival and hunting difficult for these giants. 
During the warm season, a full-grown grizzly will need to eat about 90 pounds of food every day so they can live off their body fat during the winter months. Contrary to what we always referred to as bears hibernating and going to sleep during the winter months, they actually did what's referred to as torpor, and that is a hypometabolic condition associated with low body temperatures, which enables animals to survive periods of unfavorable environmental conditions. Hibernation is a state of regulated hypothermia that allows animals to save energy at prolonged periods of low temperatures. So there you have it. That's the difference. In our story, we mentioned the grizzly going out to the water and the speed at which the father bear ran. Now, bears can run up to speeds of 35 miles per hour on land, even with their massive size, and they are excellent swimmers. But contrary to what we think about bears climbing trees, grizzlies, the larger they get, the heavier they are, and the worse they become as far as climbers go. And as for family life for these grizzlies, the males may be promiscuous and the females may have several mates, but over a span of 10-year period, the bears may only produce eight offsprings. You see, a female gives birth during the winter months. She wakes up, gives birth, then goes right back to sleep. So those little baby grizzlies, they weigh less than a pound or about a pound. You know, probably give or take a couple of ounces or something. Uh, they're born without any fur and they are blind. So they nourish themselves on the mother's milk until spring. Uh, and at that time, their eyes are open and then they're able to walk. Now, I've heard that watching little baby cubs play together is really entertaining and, and, and a lot of fun. But beware. Their mother is always close by and is a fierce protector of their young cubs for maybe two to three years. Just a little side note, a lot of these baby cubs, they just don't survive past a year uh, because of either malnutrition, you know, not enough food, disease, or they're picked off by predators, and even sometimes by other large male grizzly bears. If you want to help or get more information, you can always visit the National Wildlife Foundation or go to the Defenders of Wildlife website. Just to let you know, this podcast in no way is associated with either of these wildlife organizations. The preceding story was just the story written and narrated by me, Chuck Tuck, and has no truth to it other than it could have happened at some point in time somewhere in this universe. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, let me know. Please rate the podcast five stars, and I would try to do my best to get more for you. Until next time, enjoy your day.